Darling forever I would trade it for your love Your joy forever Forever She call me young poppy, that's my little shawty She get thicky in the body She got hottie tottie when she make it wet for me Got that body on your girl, you know Welcome back to Unrestricted Free Agent. I'm your host, Jonathan Ojo. Uh, we have a special guest today. I'm joined by none other than the super scorer, Mr. Camille Williams. Uh, first of all, I appreciate you for coming on and joining us. Uh, for the fans out there, the people listening, thank you for tuning in as usual. This is Unrestricted Free Agent Podcast uh, for the basketball purists. Uh, we appreciate all the love everything we've been getting. Uh, first off, as usual, uh, Mr. Camille, I'm going to let you introduce yourself and kind of rattle off your accolades a little bit. If you forget, we got them right here, so let me know when, you, when you're when done. So you want me to start from... Start from, from high school. Go from, from, go from the top. Know, I was going to go from middle school. Oh, know, yeah, yeah, yeah. Get in your bag. That's the rule. Get in your bag. Go ahead. Know, middle school is a powerhouse. Go ahead. Go ahead. Go ahead. To this, to this day. So, so um, started middle school at Roosevelt Middle. It's one of the powerhouses. Best programs in the... Yeah. In, in Palm Beach County. Really probably... Some of the best talent out of South Florida to come out of there. Um, just to name a few, um, maybe like Jacoby Brissett, um, Matt Elam, um, Farad Cobb, um, most recent Scotty Barnes, um, Sheldon Edwards at Valspero. He's watch out for him. He's gonna be he's gonna be great too. Um, me too. I mean, <laughs> but, um, yeah, we, we've had we've had a lot of a lot of. Good talent to come up out of there. Um, so I yeah, go to at, high school. Yeah, started at Roosevelt. Um, we went to the semifinals. My as a sixth grade, I went to semifinals. And seventh grade, we won everything. Won everything in the county, um, and pretty much so. And then after that, I went to Grandview Prep. I played varsity in eighth grade. We went to the championship, the state championship. In eighth grade, I think I averaged like 10 points that year, but we ended up losing in the finals. Um, what's up? Ninth grade, I went back to Grandview Prep. We went back to the state finals, lost again. That year, I averaged 15 points my freshman year. Um, tenth grade, transferred again. I mean, I to, I <laughs> there's, there's a theme here, dog. I just had there's to see, theme. see what the city was about. I just had to. Yeah, keep do, going, keep I to, going. I had to do justice to, to all parts of my city, so I just wanted to be around. So, 10th grade, I went to went to Palm Beach Lakes. We were the number one team in the county. Number, we were top three in the state all year. Um, I think we lost in the regional finals to the team that ended up winning the state finals, which is uh, Blanche Eadley. We lost to them in triple overtime. What, what was it, Max? We lost to them in triple? Triple or double overtime? Triple overtime, Tough. triple overtime. Um, really good game, really good atmosphere. Um, I think I averaged, I think I averaged like twelve that year. We had a really good team. We had um, Maxwell Keynes. He was our senior this year. Was our was our leader that year. Um, uh, Johnny, Johnny Coleman. <laughs> yeah, JD. Johnny Coleman. He was. Uh, <laughs> he ended up going to Tuskegee for football, but he could have went for both. Um, Quincy Redu, who is. Currently on the Nuggets G League team, um, Guido St. Ford. I think he went, he went JUCO. JUCO, yeah. But he 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 was he was probably our best 
He probably, he probably the Quinn. Best Don't forget Quinn, my dog. Quinn, Quinn, Quinn was a crazy athlete. Really good. Um, uh, then we had, I mean, then in addition to me, I, I, I pretty, it was a pretty good year, but it was, we should have won it all, I feel like. And then um, my junior year, I teamed up with my, my first cousin. His name is Isaiah Hobbs. He went to Texas out of, he went to Texas, Texas out of American high, Texas first. Out of yeah. high school, went JUCO, and then ended up going to UT Arlington. Um, and then we had, the, the big big piece, he ended up getting player of the year that year, Gene Tosilla. He averaged about 25 that year. That's, this is our junior year. Mind you, we're all juniors. He averaged about 25. Um, and then me, I, I that was, that's, that's, that's the year. I, I'm, I'm not known as a, as a passer. But that year, I <laughs> hey, averaged, you posted the highlights yeah, on IG throwing yeah, lobs. Yeah. This time. <laughs> that, year, that year, I averaged the, the most assists in the county just just with, because it, it came so easy. But, um, that year, we ended up losing in the regional finals. We lost to um, Grayson Allen. What team is Grayson Allen on? Um, the, the Grizzlies? Yeah, he's on the Grizzlies now, but I'm trying to think what his high school was called. Um, Providence. There he we was. Lost, we yeah. lost to Providence. In Northern Florida. Yeah, we lost to Providence High in the, in the regional finals that year. Um, we all, we all, they made first team. I made second team. And it was a really good year. And then my, my senior year is when, um, I kind of was alone. I kind of didn't have the the supporting cast or surrounding cast that that I was used to. So it was a completely different start. Um, that year, I averaged I think like twenty six, twenty seven. Yeah, out of here. Um, I had four or five forty point games. Had a fifty point game. Uh, made first team all state that year. Uh, player of the year. Palm Beach Post, Sun Sentinel, uh, McDonald's All-American nominee. Um, yeah, that was the big year. I eclipsed over 2,000 points that year. But, I mean, I had been playing since eighth grade, so it's, yeah, yeah, it made yeah. it easy. It counts, though. It still counts. It still counts. But it, it was a good year that year. Um, I had about seven or eight Division Division One offers coming out, and I ended up signing at um, Savannah State University. Yeah. Are you going to college or you want me to take over? You can take over. Uh, I, I didn't want to train uh, you uh, college. So, yeah. So, as he said, uh, over 2,000 points scored in high school. Uh, first team All-State, Palm Beach County Player of the Year, All-American, McDonald's All-American nominee. Uh, you didn't go into your district titles and all that stuff. We ain't got to go into that. Uh, so, then you go to Savannah State, uh, grade school, Division One. Freshman, you play, you play a little decent. You know what I'm saying? You play good minutes, uh, especially as a freshman. Um you averaged, um, what was it? Well, like 5.4? I feel like. I feel, I, I don't want to like talk bad. Nah, no, like, bro. Just, hey, like, you got to keep it real I on the feel, pod. That's the point. I feel like, I feel like he tried me. He, he used me in a sense. Okay. So, you know, playing, playing division, playing low major division one, all your first, your first maybe 10 games are, are money games. Yeah. 100%. Yeah. When you're a small D1. So you're trying to get money. So first games we playing Baylor, Indiana, Louisville, uh, Oregon, Oregon State. Yeah. Um, what's play Utah? We play Kyle Kuzma. Um, I'm trying to think who else. Um, we played plenty of guys. Um, just just name a few. So 
those games are just money games. Yeah. So it, it doesn't it doesn't really matter if he wins those or not. So me being a freshman, coming in, thinking, oh, okay, I'm gonna rock. He's been a killing in practice every day. Somebody people people on the team like, oh, Camille gonna have the first couple thirty balls. They they kind of content on on who I am. They even my teammates were were kind of more ready for me to take over than I feel like the, the coach, coach was. was. Yeah. Yes. So. So those first 10 games, I probably averaged between five and 10 minutes. Yeah. So of course I'm averaging two, three points, maybe two shot attempts getting in. But soon as soon as soon as conference rolls around, maybe the second conference game, I played 25 minutes. Yeah. So I'm like, what? The? I'm thinking this, okay, maybe he just needed me for that game. So throughout the whole finishing out conference, he know he needed to win games. So, so I played, I averaged like 21, 22 minutes in, in conference. So I averaged, so that's from, from out of conference, the out of conference schedule, I probably averaged two points. And then in conference, I averaged like 11. So it's like, it no was, consistency. it was, it was, that's what, that's what it felt like that. But I ended up making all rookie team. Um, I was the fourth leading scorer on the team. Um, that year was a, okay. Yeah, I was thinking about leaving, but you seeing the, the trend with me leaving in high school. Everybody was like, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. You just, yeah, then, that was even, a narrative. Yeah, even even my 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 head coach threw that in my face, kind of kind of to keep me there. Like, oh, so you gonna leave again? You left all your life when it get hard. Da, da, da. But the thing is, I didn't leave when it got hard. I left because I felt like it. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. But ended up staying there. So the the next year, my sophomore year, I'm thinking things are going to change. And it, it didn't. It didn't get much better. It felt like it got worse. So a sophomore year, I probably played, suited up for maybe three or four games. Yeah. And then that year, ended the year still ended up counting. So I had to sit out that whole year. And my junior year, I went to Lee's McCray College. Yeah. So as I was saying, so started off Savannah State first two years. Freshman year was better than your sophomore year, which was interesting. Yeah. Uh, and then you make the decision to transfer to D two. Mm. Out of all, again, you said you had eight Division One offers out of high school. Mm. But decision to transfer D2 was also an interesting one. And I feel like it's about fit. Uh, mm. But just to go into that, again, so you transferred to Savannah State your junior year. You averaged 11.8 points, shot 41% from the field, 37 from three, um, 32 games. You were basketball player of the week for Conference Carolinas. Finished second on the team with 69 three-pointers. Fourth on the team in scoring with 11.8. Third. third, yeah, you're going to yeah. totally correct that. Third. Yeah. Uh, four games where you scored 20 or more. Season high 37 uh, versus Belmont. Um, and then again, senior year, same thing as usual. Uh, 29 games, 27 starts. Made 134 free. That's crazy. Team high 134 free. These are that James Harden. Was you saw that James Harden. I'm, 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 I'm not going to the basket. That's what I'm saying. That's crazy, though. 134 free throws made. Uh, 15.8 points, second on the team. Um, double figures in all but four games this senior. Eight games of 20 points and more, 30 points. Um, one of those games, 459 points on the season, 97 rebounds, 63 assists, uh, 75 three-pointers. So your success uh, there was a little bit different. And that's kind of take me to my next topic where I say, like, you know, going from middle school, you've done a lot of winning. I feel like for some players, they kind of have to learn how to lose. Uh, like I said, for me, it was different. I kind of grew up. Uh, losing a lot of games from middle school. We was at the, I was at the middle school of the arts, so I used to play them and get beat 50 to, 50 to two. Mm, uh, me too. Me too. <laughs> uh, different games. So 
I kind of like took pride in winning because it meant that much more to me. So I hate losing like anything, card games, whatever it is. Like I, I can't stand losing because I did it. I feel like people who kind of grew up winning, uh, they have to kind of learn how to lose because you're so used to winning. So like, was that anything that you had to do? I mean, at Savannah State, don't get me wrong, like y'all in a good conference, but as you said, your first 10 games was, you know, money games. So you playing against the big dogs. And I'm sure, you know, those wasn't fun. I mean, I don't know if it mattered to you because you was like, well, coach no, it, was kind of trying no, to be playing. But it, I was going to say, you have to kind of make an adjustment and learn how to kind of lose a little bit. Like, you know what? Like, this is part of the game. Nah. I mean, it, it, it definitely did, man. I remember one time, I think we played Oregon. We were either playing Oregon. We, we got whooped by 30 both times, Oregon and Baylor, back-to-back, road trip. So I think he asked me, uh, come here, what you think we can do? But I was like, man, this is embarrassing. And I remember he just picked up me the whole year. Oh, this is embarrassing. This is embarrassing, huh? <laughs> and it really, it really was. It, it felt like me, me sitting on the bench too. I, I, it's like, it's like I, I couldn't do anything. Like, uh, even though that that year we ended up, I think we finished seventeen and seventeen. Yeah. It just, it's just five hundred. Like, and it's and that's that's great for a, for a low D one. But um, I wasn't used to like not. Not dominated. Yeah, that's what I was gonna say. Like it's a, it's a yeah, different yeah. switch, especially for sure. It was different. So I mean, the year before that, the year before I got there, he won eight games. Yeah. So I mean, he that's brought what... he brought me there for a reason. Yeah, yeah, he yeah. Me yeah. To score the ball, so I, I felt like he should have gave me the green light a little, a little earlier. But it is what it is. I mean, that next year, what well, that next school, the year before I got there, I think they were in a similar situation where they won like ten games, eleven games, maybe something like that. And then that year I got there. Was the first year they ended up winning the uh, conference championship that year, um, yeah. my junior year. So, of course, that was back back to winning, which is what I'm used to. Um, and then my my senior year, we were um, voted most likely to win everything, and um, I, I had a pretty good year individually, but my junior year we had probably. <sighs> I don't want to say no. I don't want to lie. I want to say like eight scenes, nine scenes. Yeah. So you know, if they were ready to win, and then with with adding me, we added me, and we added another point guard, a point guard that's as a freshman at the time, but he's a senior now at UNC Asheville. Okay. Yeah, that's tough. He's he's really good. He's he's, he's going to be a pro. And then Corey Kimball, we added me, and um, and him, and I forgot Jason Sanders here. From, he's another, another Your teammate, kid, yeah. Another kid from Palm Beach County that played with me my senior year that made it extremely easy for me my senior year at um at Progress when I when I got player of the year because he was he was the 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 athletic legs that I that yeah, legs. yeah. I needed somebody to throw a lot to that, yeah. makes, that makes my highlight tape look a little better. But we added added us added us three with, with all those seniors and we ended up winning uh the conference championship that year. Um and then my my senior year, I think we lost. We lost the first round of of the uh, conference tournament. Where we might have had a bid because we were we were out, we were ranked high. That was the first first time that um, school had been ranked in the in the nation. So we might have got a bid, but COVID hit. Yep, shut that down quick. Yeah, shut everything down. So. And then you alluded to this earlier, but I know you <laughs> you played at a lot of different oh, schools. Oh my fault! Shout out to um. Yeah, go ahead. Shameless Coach, plug. That's what we call it. Shameless plug. Shout, shout out to Coach Harden and, and the Dunk Mountain Boys at Elise McCray. They gave me a huge opportunity to love them. Love them forever. He he gonna be mad at me for not shouting him out earlier. <laughs> but, 
But yeah, so you alluded to this earlier um, about just transferring schools a million times in high school and again, even the stigma in, in, in college. And it's crazy because now we kind of see it in the NBA where it's one thing about loyalty and that was a thing, like you got to be loyal to whoever it is. But then there's kind of the other thing about, you know, empowering the players. And I feel like, especially same thing, like my stance changed on it. Because like if I had a chance to play with my homeboys in high school, I would have done the same exact thing. Like, you know what I'm saying? So... I like, did that ever bother you, like, how people said it? Because I know that was a thing kind of growing up, how they said, like, oh, he just hops schools. Or it's just, like, how your coach said it in college, you know, when it gets tough, you run or whatever it is. Mm-hmm. But the thing is, with, with me, my, um, me in high school, I just wanted, I wasn't even thinking about winning the state championship. Yeah. But the teams just happened to be good. Like, people don't know, like, um... Me, me and JD have been playing. Me, JD, and Quincy have been playing. Hey, you, yeah, forever. Have been playing. We we played AAU since we played directly together first. We yeah. At Gaines Park, we played when we were six years old, and then Quincy Quincy was in my mom's kindergarten class. And, yeah. And JD was right there along along with us too. So we we know each other since we were six. I just wanted to be back back with my guys and and, and out of out of Boca every day. I lived in, in West Palm Beach. I had to take the train thirty five minutes every day. As a 15 year old, same. I remember coming home, coming home, coming home as a 14, 15 year old, and 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 wanting to go trick or treating, but it's it's 8:30. Yeah. When I get home, so I'm like, dang, I can, I'm missing out on, I'm missing out on on life. I mean, I I love basketball, but I still wanted to wanted to live a little bit. So yeah. That, that's that's what made the ultimate decision for me for me there. But I mean. Yeah, I want to say, I mean, I, I, it's crazy, like I said, because I feel like we made such a big deal back then, but now you're seeing everybody kind of, and I feel like we don't look at kind of the friendships outside of basketball because everybody kind of just always been stigmatized to, well, you're a player, that's your job, mm-hmm. or, and even in high school, it's crazy, like, like you owe loyalty to a, to a high school coach who, you know, there's going to be many players after you, and out of the grand scheme of your life, like, that's like a small sliver of everything, you know yeah. what I'm saying, like, if, <laughs> no offense, but, and I love my coach to death, but. You know, choosing between playing with my boys who I've known for now, like, you know, 12 to 15 years as opposed to, you know, sticking with one school. Like, it would be a no-brainer, but it's just crazy how, like I said, like, everybody, that was a talk of, that was talk of Palm Beach. You know, everybody's, oh, everybody's transferring this and this. And like I said, mm-hmm. now that we look at it now, even the NBA, and we, on one end, you know, praise the people like Damian Lillard and people like that who stayed loyal. And then... They ain't gonna never win. It, I love that. That's what I was gonna say. And then, you know, Damian on the other end, we... Oh, they want to homie hop and, you know, Kevin Durant just goes to different teams, but we don't understand the relationships they have with these people. Like, you know what I'm saying? Like, they probably real close outside this basketball world, but we could care less mm-hmm. about that. We just see it from the outside view. Exactly. So that's an interesting fact. And the other thing was just from D1 to D2. And like I said, I know you had other offers like that. What made you choose, uh, Lee McCray and just talk about a little bit again? I don't want to go too much in depth, but just the difference between the levels and like, is there a big gap in talent? Is it more so structure? Is it more so just opportunity? And just, you know, cause I feel like everybody says something different. But if you play basketball at a high level, like, you know, like, the talent gap isn't, isn't as much as people would think. Uh, there's high-level basketball at every level, and it's more so about fitting everything like that. But just what's your opinion on that? So, um, I mean, with, with, it, it wasn't really a lot that went into that decision. It was, it was um, kind of kind of much so knowing my worth and, and seeing who, who wanted me the most and not so much where I wanted to go the most. Yeah, yeah. It's, when you're making your decision going to college, it's, it's, 
it's who wants you the most. It's who reached out to you every day. Yeah. It's who who's calling you every day. Who's who's taking the extra mind to maybe so go to a home visit or who's going to one or two uh, of your high school games or uh, trying to make a relationship with your dad or your mom to make sure to to know you to know what you want. And I don't feel like I made that that great decision. I just took my visit to to Savannah City and I was like, oh, lit. Big facts, yeah. And I was like, see, see my lady over there, but see, I was, I was just speeding yeah, around, yeah, yeah. around yeah. campus and it was just, and it, and it that's what, that's how I mean. I wasn't, I was thinking, then I seen the team, I was like, I, I know I could kill this, which I did, like in practice. They respect, my teammates respect me, I just don't feel like my coach respected me yeah. as, as much. And it's, it's, when somebody, when somebody forms an opinion on you, it's, it's hard to change that opinion. Yeah, hundred percent. So, so, so with that, when when he formed that opinion on me that he was, he was gonna use me. He would. He didn't necessarily necessarily like me as a person for real. That's what influences decision making and, and put me in. But dang, I got off topic. Where we going? <laughs> Now you asked. I was just talking about the transition from D one to D two and how different the levels are. Honestly, low major D one and high major D two is the same thing. That's what I tell people all the time. Then, but, but I mean, the only difference is that probably that four spot and that five spot. Yep, exactly. Side, That's side. it. Yep. I mean, in some some guard size, but you'll find you'll find a, a, a high major D two with a. With a with a two man that that's six five that can do everything. Honestly, the best. Hang on, no, I lie, I'm lying because I'm in guard. I don't have to guard. Um, what's the what's the Nuggets guard name? The Nuggets backup guard. Who name? Gary Harris or not Gary Harris? The backup guard for for um the Nuggets. The backup point guard. Backup point. Dang, you got me. I know who, I know backup. exactly what you're talking about too. Backup guard. It's gonna come to me soon. Don't worry about it. It's gonna I, come to me. But yeah, but like I, I've seen guards identical to him in in the the D two conference that I feel like. And, and honestly, he was on the um the Lakers summer league team. He averaged probably averaged like fifteen in the summer league. Yeah. So it's just, it's the talent is is there. It's just I feel like the, the big difference is probably athleticism. It's not skill. The skill is. The skill probably better in D two, to be honest, because everybody can shoot. No. D two, everybody can shoot. <laughs> Phil, people don't everybody, get it, but everybody can't shoot in D one. It just look taller and athletic. But in 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 D two, the difference is the the bigs, the four and the five, are probably smaller and probably less stronger, not athletic, not 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 as athletic as the ones in D one. Yeah, it's probably the only difference. All right, we're going to take a shot first before I forget. All right, take that thing. And his name was Monte Morris. That's what we forgot. Monte, Monte Morris. 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 That's what we forgot. Yeah, Monte Morris is a book, bro. But I ain't going to lie. Ooh. I'm not going to lie. It's a dude named Jordan Floyd that was on, like I said, that was on the Lakers Summer League team this summer that averaged about 15. And, of course, What's the white dude's name? That that we just remember somebody gonna forget somebody else. <laughs> they, they went to, not Caruso. That went to Georgetown. That was on the, the Mac McClung. Mac McClung. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. I saw and him play when he was in college. I feel like they was on the same. They was on the same court. He uh, missed. I'm not trying to curse. 
He admits You can. Go ahead. He had fucked Matt McClung up. Oh, I agree. No, I agree. He, he, Damn, I'm going to forget the dude's name too now. He, <laughs> I'm he, not even going to say it. He averaged he averaged 31 that last year, my senior year. When I averaged uh, 18, he averaged 31. Yeah, nah. average, no, averaged 31 in the conference. That's true. I believe he's, it. He's, he's, he's legit. I believe it. He's legit. His name's Jordan Floyd. So y'all watch out for him too. So the first question, again, we're just going to talk about just showing love. That's kind of what this podcast is about. So he's going to ask you, one, who was your favorite teammate uh, at any level? So it could be from middle school. It could be from, you feel me, you could shout out any of them boys from rec league ball, whatever it is. And then who was the best person you played against at any level also? Okay. Who was my favorite, favorite teammate? You're going you to you break some hearts right oh, now. Oh, man. Now, you, gotta, you, can, you can only choose one, too. You can't, you can't say shout out the whole team, shout out the eight. Nah, you got to choose one. Favorite teammate. Any level, too. Favorite teammate. You think you think it hard to you? <laughs> this wow. is a business decision right now. Oh my gosh, my favorite teammate. I'm trying to think. My favorite. Teammate. <laughs> <laughs> we I didn't play it with everybody. <laughs> exactly. Why well, you gotta choose one? My favorite teammate. Um. Dang. Wow. You make it sound good though, cause it's a tough decision for you. That, that's showing love to everybody. Wow. I can't do like a favorite team. Nah. That to play with? Nah. Teammate. Favorite teammate. Dang, how you gonna look like that? <laughs> Jeez. Take your time, Pastor. Hmm. I don't know. You think I, should, I, I? I don't know if I want to do a big or a guard or. A, or a, hey, don't have me for help. Ain't no use of assist, bro. On, bro. Just get somebody, dog. Somebody, whoever you want. Shot them out right now. Um, let me think. Favorite, favorite I want to say, I'm gonna say a big guard because that's 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 what I need—a big point guard. Because you know I'm trying to shoot. Yeah, hundred percent. Yeah. Point guard. I'm gonna say his name's Haney. Haney Cheatham. Hanif Cheatham. Hanif. Hanif Cheatham. Nebraska. He's in Puerto Rico right now. Mm-hmm. Or maybe he left there. Because Haney, Hanif, Hanif was always cold cap. Yeah. Always three or four inches taller than me, but always played one. Yeah. So that made it made it way easier on me because he he could guard the one through the one through the four as growing up because I played with him from seventh grade on where I was travel, but he made it made it easy. That's why that's why I averaged a, a lot on the, on the EYBL circuits because of him. That's a good choice. That's a good choice. And then the coldest player you played against at any level, and then how much they gave you if you was guarding them. Um. I remember like it was yesterday. I'm gonna say <laughs> I was. We were in tenth. We were going to tenth. I was playing with Team Wade. We were playing. We were playing. A, it happened to be a purple team, mm-hmm. and they were from Washington. Mm-hmm. 
you think Washington? Not, not yeah, DC. Not, not, not DC. Yeah, then Washington, the state. Yeah, Washington. yeah, yeah. We were in Atlanta. Yeah, you think we they ain't got hoopers? Yeah. Playing a team from Washington. We had just won the last tournament. And we're, we're playing on the EYBL circuit. And, um, playing a team from Washington. No, Washington. What? We get to the game. Oh, nigga. <laughs> <laughs> Like, hey. They got some brothers in Washington, yeah. though. Jamal Coffin and them boys showed us that. They yeah. got some brothers out there. So, playing against them, um, I think I get two charges early. It's a it's a it's a six four, six four long. Fuck on me. He doing whatever. He he playing the one, but he he's scoring the most points. Yeah. And um, I'm talking shit. You know, <laughs> everything. But long. And um, I ended up falling out early. I'm like, dang, I ain't going to lie. I need, I need to do some work. This nigga is tough. <laughs> you remember and, his name? And I, and I remember now. I, now. I remember then. I seen it later because he ended up being ranked yeah. high that, that next, at the end of that summer. I was like, oh, that's what it is. And DeJounte Murray. <laughs> DeJounte Murray. That was the first thing that, that, that made me like reconsider. Like, dang, am I really that good, bro? I was like, hey, wait. So you found out? So he didn't really give you no points. He got the rest of the team in points. I, I was guarding him. That's what I say. But you said you found out. I mean, when I found out, we were down like fifteen. <laughs> so it was done after that. And I remember how much he ended the game with. I don't, I don't remember exactly how much, but I know he had. He had at least a double double. Might have had a triple double. But it was like he had the first, they first couple points, and they had. What's the big name that went to Washington? Marquise something. Chris. Marquise Chris. Yeah. He was on there. He was killing. He was killing our big. But they had a couple guys knocking down shots. But he hit like the first, first two in a row, and then hit. I think he hit me with a heads or something, something crazy, <laughs> and went and dunked that bitch. We're going to tenth grade. <laughs> and but that that's the first first person out. And then I remember it. I'm sitting on the bench fouling. I'm like, man, what the fuck? He dribbling the ball by and blow a kiss. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, those are the ones that we always oh, remember, dog. The disrespectful ones. Yeah, what? Nigga had tattoos all over his neck. We in the 10th grade. 15, in the 10th grade. I'm like, hey, man. But, yeah, that's the phrase. He was tough. Yeah, I'm talking about cold. He's still tough. Yeah, I was going to say, he, he definitely cold. So, the next thing uh, we was going to talk about, kind of, just the newfound love for HBCU basketball. Again, I don't know if that factored into your decision at all. Uh, but I see now, even like with the Deion Sanders signing, things like that, we kind of starting to reinvest in HBCU basketball. Uh, how was the HBCU life? I don't know if that impacted your decision. Uh, what did that mean to you? And, you know, are you for kind of the new spotlight that they are? I know a lot of people talking about even like their kids, like their kids have to play HBCU sports and things like that. Just kind of funnel uh, the money and attention and time of, you know, our people back into, you know, our athletics and our programs. I feel like that it's 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 nothing like an HBCU experience for itself. It's yeah. college, school, education. But um, I feel like if 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 every HBCU got one or two kids from the top one hundred every year, that'd be yeah, uh, yeah, that, quick, that, quick that, too. That, that would change it because it's so it's still it, even though they they don't have the the top athletes coming coming there. They still have supporters. They still have. I mean, it 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 it, it completely changed the game for, for, for us. Yeah, one hundred percent. Yeah, even like some some schools like Hampton, North Carolina Central, um, Norfolk, 
um, like a Texas, Texas State, like like a lot of them. Uh, what else? Tennessee State. Yeah. Um, a lot of them still compete with without those those top one hundred. But imagine if they get get three top one hundred. Just yeah, that's all. That's all they need too. That's the crazy part. Just, just, to, just to come there, just every year, have like a moderate recruiting class. They would that would, that would change the game to, to a crazy extent. That bring so much money to those schools, and um. It's nothing like HBCU lo- like love. Like yeah, bro, that's one of my that's one of my biggest regrets, dog. Even for grad school, I said the same. I said, like, man, it's, it's, to take my behind the Howard or something like that, though. But like I know that, everybody man. who goes there talks about it. It's kind of like HBCU pride uh, for everybody who's gone to HBCU. So I always ask and kind of mm-hmm. tell people, and they always cherish that experience. So it's it's, it's it's nothing like it's nothing like like the band, the atmosphere. It's just like. Like, the only thing I can compare it to is is Roosevelt. Yeah, I was about to say yeah. That's, that's, that makes sense that, though. If it had the same feeling with the band always there, the dancers, and in the in the big dome, and then some some of the stadiums are smaller, so it's compact like a like Duke Stadium. It's just it's just it's it's, it's nothing like it. It's the then you got the the Capitals. Oh, Strolling, hitting the, the, <laughs> the shimmy, Q uh, dogs on the side. It's just, it's, a, it's a show. It's a, it's definitely, it's an experience that that I, that I, that I cherish forever. That I wish I could have finished, finished that. That's, mm-hmm. that's what impacted my decision to make me stay. Like, hey, like I love my school. Yeah, like I, I love school, but it just the basketball side didn't didn't matter. And then, but it's a lot of distractions in there too. Well, well, we ain't gotta go into that. Yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> gotta go into that. Mm-hmm. I mean, but it's all fun. You just have to learn how to. Yeah, it's all about managing. Yeah, discipline and organizing your your time because it could be. You can have a game. You can have a game on a Tuesday night. Y'all, y'all win. You got fifteen. They have oh, we got a kick, man. Uh, uh. But you got class eight a.m. Yeah, yeah. And y'all gonna have another game Thursday. So you have to, you have to be smart with like, stuff like that. But it was, it was, it's definitely something to do every night. It's definitely something to do every day. Even like during the party, the, during I'm doing the party. During the day, it's, a, it's parties, parties to go to. But I mean, and then but the professors, I still, my I just posted um cause my my fiance is pregnant. I just posted on some some maternity pictures. One of my one of my favorite professors, um, he commented on my picture. Oh, congratulations! Kid. Yeah, so they ain't nothing like that love. It's, it's nothing like it. It's nothing like it from Savannah State. It's nothing like it. So shout out to uh, SSU too. Still got love for y'all. So this next uh, segment, we're just gonna go into as we usually do, uh, just to show love to certain clothing brands, things like that that we know. Uh, articles of clothing. And as usual, uh, we'll be going through a few of them. You can shout out any single one. If there's anybody who wants to highlight kind of their clothing brand or whatever they do, uh, I know a few that I'm probably going to shout out in the future. So, again, the second one, same thing. Uh, my homie John Smith with uh, Born Real. He's kind of showing up to the city. Got the 561 shirt on. Uh, same thing. I just I appreciate him because of what he does in the community. Uh, also, my favorite teammate probably, uh, one of my close homeboys to this day. And so, you know, bornreal.us is the website. Uh, same thing, we'll always post it in the link and things like that. So just shout out to Born Real. Uh, amazing clothes, amazing person, uh, amazing organization. I know you probably got somebody you want to shout out. 
Um, shout out first of all, shout out to my to my guard brother, Coach Line, uh, Runway Pearl. Yes, sir, LT, my yes, dog, sir. my boy. Love him. Dang, I, I ain't even making my favorite teammate. I, I, I thought about that too. I, I didn't want to say that, but nah, he used to be trying to shoot that bitch. <laughs> but I love him though. Um, well, shout out to Runway Pearl. They're, they're um up and coming. Yeah, everything. And also shout out to um Pieces of Fashion. He, he's yeah, he's killing he, the game right now. He's, he's been with every every celebrity yeah that you can think of. He he called me the other day. He was with um because you know I'm a I'm a Rod Wave Rod, yeah, Rod yeah, Wave yeah. biggest fan. <laughs> <laughs> he caught me. He was down there with them, but um, I couldn't make it down there. But shout out to Pieces of Fashion, they're up and coming. Shout out to, to Runway Pier too. But yeah, go check them out. And then the next kind of topic is, you know, at what point I feel like, especially as athletes, while we're going through it, we kind of don't think about it uh, enough. And then after we're done playing, we think about it too late. But at what point did you ever consider uh, your life after basketball? You know, was it early on? I feel like some people plan ahead. Uh, some people, like I said, they don't care about it until that ball stops dropping or stops bouncing or whatever it is. And, you know, did you think about what you want to do in life? I know you actually alluded to it, so you probably say you knew you wanted to be a teacher. Uh, but what, at what point did kind of that thought start to creep into your head? I mean, I always knew I was going to either, I was going to go pro and then, and then come back home and either teach, coach, train. I, I always, those, those were already my plans. But, COVID made it happen. Yeah, 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 yeah. Oh, uh, yeah. Then it was supposed to. So, I mean, I I always kind of knew what I wanted to do, but I graduated in the midst of COVID. But I kind of messed up the contract that I felt like I deserved. Which so is kinda, big. So it kind of turned me into adulthood quickly, quicker than I was supposed to. I mean, but which is fine because I'm content with my 2000 <laughs> high school and my. But that's a big deal though, because I feel yeah. like a lot of the players, I feel like when they feel like they didn't reach their max potential, they kind of be in limbo where they, you know, they know that, you know, something's next, but they haven't figured out what it is. And so they kind of just wander. Like I said, I know people who, you know, 28, 29, and, you know, never punched a clock before. Mm-hmm. And they still waiting on the next thing, but it's like, you know, life gonna keep moving whether you like it a lot, you know, whether you like it or not. And and I know they always, I know my parents always just tell me, like, you know, always have a backup plan. Like, you love this game more than anything in your life. You know, but one day that ball got to stop bouncing. Whatever, you, if you was a 10-year pro, whatever it is, like, no matter what, like, the ball gonna stop bouncing. Mm-hmm. And so I feel like they always supposed to kind of plan ahead. And I feel like some people who get it, you know, they have their plan. So, again, if something crazy happens, if COVID happens, apocalypse happens, you know, they... They it still, is, you know, on track. They know what they got to do. Never thought of this. Yeah, 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 yeah. Well, you, you got to walk around. With, who thought we was going to have to walk around with mask, mask on. on? Yeah, nobody could predict predicted that. You know, they say them conspiracy theories be saying they they on top of everything, but I don't think nobody could predict predicted that. Yeah, so. But, yeah, so, again, like I said, that's good that you uh, kind of knew what you was going to do. And I know you at the school right now, so you kind of get a head start of that. So that's definitely dope. And then we're going to go into kind of the question game Uh this is my favorite segment. We just ask kind of questions that uh, all Hoopers have asked and or wanted to know at some point. Uh, so you just answer uh, whatever you see fit, <laughs> however you see fit. And the first question we're going to ask is, what do you think your scouting report said when team scouted you? Uh, like I said, a lot of people have seen theirs before. I know I've asked to see mine, and I've also been on the other end. You know, as a GA, I've done scouts on other people or other friends and things like that. So what do you think your scouting report would have said? Um, I actually asked. One of the um, 
one of the play, one of the players of the year in my conference. I asked him. I was like, oh, um, what did what did y'all uh? What did y'all say about me? report? Like, he said it was just. He's gonna shoot it. <laughs> it's just somebody, something crazy like that. He's gonna get him up. He's gonna, he's gonna shoot it. Make it tough. Make it tough for him. He's gonna take a lot of dribbles. <laughs> it's something like that. But, oh man, I'm about to say, hey, it's the truth. Hey, ain't nothing wrong with that. But, At least they know they couldn't stop mm-hmm. it, but they know. And the next question was in college, you could go back and tell high school you something. Uh, about the game of your journey, what would you say? Shoot one. <laughs> oh, that's crazy, bro. I would say, bro, that's crazy. Honestly, honestly, I was that that year going, that year leaving Grandview, going to Lakes. Yeah. There is no way. That I shouldn't have took the most threes on that team. Who you took the most threes? Quincy. I love Quincy. Quincy probably is the best best player. <laughs> I'm not surprised, but I'm also surprised. I mean, I'm not surprised, but I'm also surprised. But there's no, there's no. It was because we we grew up there. I mean, as growing up, you always want to compete with your brother. Yeah, yeah, of course. That's what I'm saying. Quincy. Shout out Quincy though. I didn't even know he was still in town. I would invite him to come on the set. There is no way. Do you know who took the second most threes on the team? Don't say JD. Think it was me. Don't say JD. JD. Oh, that's crazy. <laughs> love them. Love them both. Of course. Oh, no, no, them the dogs, of course. Both. But as far as shooting a three-pointer, there is no way that I shouldn't have touched the most threes. And I feel like it was mostly because of me. Yeah, yeah. That's what I'm saying. It wasn't because the games, I feel like I had good games. I, I feel like even if we won, I'm walking out. Like, All right, y'all. They, they head kind of down because like, it was their school. Yeah, so I feel like I kind of, which I, I was coming over there to help, but I felt like they kind of competed. Even when I first, when I first got over there, before the school even started, the um, Guido was trying to leave, trying to go to. Man, I didn't even know that. Trying to go to the wire. Trying to go to the rival school. Yeah, I didn't even know that. I'm trying to come help y'all. You, you think I'm trying to compete with y'all? So. I would have said shoot more because the people are gonna think what they think. Uh, they still say, "Oh, he shot every two months." So I should have shot every two months. <laughs> <laughs> and then the next question uh, got a kid on the way. Uh, shout out to that. We love that. Uh, will your kid have a say in what they do, or are they gonna play basketball no matter what? I mean, so that's kind of a big a thing. Say so after he work out. <laughs> Because you, you started playing tennis and baseball. You didn't you play basketball until a little later. I played everything. Yeah. But I, the first thing I trained in was tennis. Yeah. Because you know my big brother. That's what I was going to say. My yeah. big brother's a tennis pro. So I was always out there with them. And and and, and the Caucasian people say, oh, my gosh, he's such a little strong kid. I played tennis too, he's, first he's off. That, you know, I'm three years old, big head, big arms. Big calves like that, <clears throat> and of course, it's this when Serena and, and Venus are just yeah taking the scene. So they love they love to see look black kids play. So people's out there training me for, like professional trainers out there training me for free. So it just and my brother was amazing in tennis. At one point, at thirteen, I think he was like number two or three. I think number one at one time in the in the whole whole world, not That's United crazy. States. That's crazy. World. So he was he was. 
I remember meeting Iverson, T Mac. Uh, I remember going to Donald Trump's house. Um, cause he had he didn't sign with Reebok because my parents didn't let him sign because they wanted him to still go to college. Yeah, but he was he was amazing in tennis. He just I think it was my parents pushed him a little too hard. So I, I was joking about it, but if whatever my kid want to do, he he gonna do. I don't want him twerking and then. Come on, come on, bro. Come on, bro. I mean, if if he a real good twerker, I support him. But I want. I, I would like for my. Child we love supporting parents. That's that's real. Yeah, that's real. Like, that's real. I, I would like for my child to to who? Yeah. Uh, yeah. Play football. Play play baseball. Play, even play tennis or something. But I don't know how good a he's gonna be. About six five. You see how big his mom is. Yeah, yeah, yeah. There's, yeah, you gonna have a big. You have a big one on no your way. hands. I don't. You he's, league him now. He's, he's <laughs> Ain't no way. He's, God's gonna give him some gifts. I want him to use them stay in the right way. But I, I'm supporting whatever he do. But I'm gonna push him. I, I want him to be the best in whatever he wants to be. Yeah. But I'm gonna right. push him towards what I see. That he he's he's capable of doing so. Do answer that question. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He's going to play. That's a short answer. It's a tough question. And then uh, our closing moments, we always end the same way. I give you five shots from half court. Uh, you got to make one for one meal. If you miss all five, you go to jail for 30 years. Would you take that deal or would you cap out? Who we, what, what prison are we talking about? We're talking, prison we talking, about, we talking about Rikers. Rikers. Not Rikers, maybe somewhere else. Nah, nah, we're not talking about Pedro, we're talking about Rikers. You, you get not, not Lake Lada, but something else. <laughs> no, 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 we're not, we're not talking no. about Gun Club, we're talking no, about Rikers. We're talking about Gun Club, because yeah. I don't want to be there with all the niggas. That's what I'm saying, though. So. Because I, I know all of them. There's no way I'd be there. So five, so five shots? I mean, yeah, five yeah. shots to take them for a meal? <laughs> I mean, seven. But I mean, that, that's I, the point. I, I, I mean, hit, shout, I, out to the, shout out to the call for, for the Black Stella, too. Uh, that was a good call right there. Uh, so you taking a deal off the drink or not? I take it. I'm take it. All right, bet we gonna see what it is. <laughs> you gotta make it at five, bro. You gotta make it at five. That's the only rule. All right, first one. Oh shoot, that looked good. All right, oh for one. Oh. All right. Uh-oh. Hey, you hey, got two votes. Hey. He's throwing them out too fast. You got two votes, bro. You got two votes. Oh! <laughs> this pressure right here. <laughs> there we go. There we go. Woo! I hit it in three. That was six or seven. Oh, that was that, that was that was four. That was four. That was four. That was four. Shout out to that one. That was four. I, I ain't expecting him to pass it up that fast. That's what messed me up. So we appreciate y'all for tuning in. Uh, thank you. We're excited for this first season. Uh, like I said, this first season is all about local love. So we're going to talk to a lot of South Florida cats. Uh, a lot of people just that, that we grew up seeing. You know, I feel like everybody had not even just role models, but people that you respected uh, around your own neighborhood, around your own you know community and things like that. Uh, as like, Once again, follow the Instagram, unrestricted FA underscore pod. And follow the Twitter, unrestricted FA1. Uh, please like, subscribe on YouTube and things like that. Uh, we try to get these videos out uh, whenever we can. For the call to action, we always say, you know, do something. I feel like, you know, this week, especially with everything going on, I feel like we have a lot of 
turmoil around the world uh, with the crisis, uh, the border crisis, you know, with the Haitians and things like that. You know, just please go out there and do something nice uh, in your community. Uh, I feel like we we lack empathy as people a lot, especially nowadays and things like that. So, you know, volunteer. Uh, there's a lot of food banks around, you know, the county, wherever you're from. Please donate, uh, give your time, uh, give your money, you know, and just give empathy and, and show love to those who need it. Because, you know, the whole world is hurting uh, as usual. And we actually have some important news. Uh, we have a really good sponsor message uh, this week. Uh, the first one, so I don't mess this up, I'm going to read it. Um, we're happy to announce that we're going to be featured on the Signature Series Network uh, on Roku TV, Fire TV, and Apple TV, as long as as well as Blaze It Up Radio. Uh, we're also going to give a shout out to Jimbo, a uh, really good dude named Devon Oakley connected with me. Uh, it's a pretty much like an Airbnb app for gyms. So gyms, personal training, I know this is big because especially with COVID, everything last summer there was a lot of people hitting me up. You know, a lot of you know overseas athletes, things like that, just asking for gym space and things like that. And you know, the normal gyms are closed. And so this is kind of Airbnb for athletes. It's called Jimble. Uh, please tap in if you, if you haven't yet or if you don't know what they're talking about. Um, they're right now based in North Carolina and Atlanta, but they're trying to expand. I know I had a great conversation. I feel like they do amazing in the South Florida market. But please uh, follow them. Same thing. They have an app already up and running. You can apply for gym space, things like that. Same thing. Book your reservations. You can list your facility and everything like that. Uh, so once again, appreciate you guys for tuning in and see you guys next time. All right. Every, every idea in mind to get you poppin' She said she just wants some liquor, so just stop it I don't pop no pills or do none of that extra I be chillin', smokin' ganjo with my niggas I got so much, so many dreams, so many things to hold up So many things, so many things on my mind So many things, so many things to let shine